Welcome to the Addiction Connection podcast, connecting the hope of the gospel with the heart of addiction. I'm your host, Mark Shaw, and today I have a very special guest, Brandon Bauer. Hi, Brandon. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for being on this podcast. It's about time. I've wanted to have you on for a long time now, and uh, I'm finally getting around to it. Well, the yeah, we're we're both very busy guys. So yeah, I, understand. <laughs> I think you're busier than me. I mean, I I can't say that. I don't think about a lot of people, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I can say that about you, man. I know you are are do are really uh, getting after it. So uh, uh, we're gonna hear about Brandon's ministry, and I say Brandon's ministry. We really know it's Jesus Christ's ministry, the Lighthouse, a biblical life recovery center, and what they're doing. I want to talk about the the history of it, the present, and what they're doing now, and then an exciting new announcement that just is hot off the presses. So we're going to talk about that too. So uh, before we do, I want to share some verses that mean a lot to Brandon in Romans 8, verses 38 through 39, and they should mean a lot to me and you, the listener, as well. But he mentioned these verses to me, and I just I just want to highlight these as we go into this podcast, Romans 8, 38 through 39, for I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we'll ask him Brandon, what do you think when you read these verses? What what stands out to you uh, in your own heart? And I know that the word love is is big for you, and it's really what I think about when I think about you. I think you are a guy who loves your family, loves your church, and loves those in this ministry very well. And so when I read that we can't be separated from the love of God, I think about that from you that you're a very loving guy. Uh, but what stands out to you in these verses? Yeah, well, love is an important part. You know, God loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us. Um, and as a result, nothing can separate us from, from Christ's love. And that gives us hope. It gives us hope for struggles, for addictions, for just daily life issues. Um, th- those verses are super meaningful and powerful um, when people are struggling. And, and I refer to them often my counseling. Yeah, I know you do. And tell us a little bit now about the lighthouse and about the history of it. I know that you started in 2014 and you and I met right around that time, maybe a little before that. Uh, and that was really cool to even, to even uh, get a chance to meet you and, uh, and to talk to you before starting something that God is really blessing the lighthouse. So tell us a little bit about the history. Yeah, so um, I, I, I'm a state licensed counselor, and I've been in addi- the addiction field for 22 years. That makes me sound, feel really old, <laughs> but I've been in the field for 22 years. And, and uh, Mark, I was stuck in the big box cycle where you go, you, you go to the big box center, and you help counsel people. And they tell you, hey, go fix this guy. Um, tell him what he needs to get better, but don't talk about Jesus. Mm. And um, I, I thought I can do this. I can do this, and and it was just frustration after frustration after frustration. So I thought maybe maybe that big box store wasn't good or counseling center wasn't good enough. I'm going to go to 
this big box counseling center. And the same thing. Oh yeah, we're faith friendly. Um, we, we love people of faith, but don't talk about it. And, and that, that hope that's within us is stirring so deep there. And, um, for the first 15 years of my life, my counseling was meaningless because I couldn't share my faith Mm. and that frustrated me to the core. So, um, eventually I started seeing patterns of, you know, Hey, people went and got sober for six months, but then they went back home and relapsed. And and I started seeing the need for a a long-term faith-based transitional living program. So one night out of frustration, I sat down at my kitchen table with my wife and we, um, we hashed out what it would look like to start something. And of course, the, the first step for us was, hey, let's go to our pastor and see what he thinks about this because he is a, is a guiding force in our life. So um, we prayed about it. We talked to our pastor and he said, hey, I know this guy named Mark. We should go visit him. <laughs> so that was really one of the first, um, first things we did as official lighthouse trip was we went down to Lafayette and visited Mark Shaw and saw what he did and came back there and we started the lighthouse. <laughs> well, I thought you said your pastor loved you. I don't know why he would recommend you to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I was thrilled. I mean, you know, I'm always scared when people start these things. Cause I don't know how many people, I mean, I wish I could count how many people have come to me and said, I really have a burden for this. I really want to start this. So I'm always hesitant to really encourage people. I almost want to talk them out of it. And then if they really want to do it, then they'll do it, you know, because uh, you can't talk them out of it. But I want to scare them a little bit and say, you know, this is hard. This is a, uh, you're laying your life down for people that sometimes don't appreciate that. And I know you've seen that uh, very much. So in just the short time, the six or so years that you guys have been in existence, um, tell us a little bit about what you're doing to help people. Sure. So um, our, our ministry started with a donated house in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, that's up um, up north, close to Michigan. And um, we we had six beds. Uh, we worked with the guys, and we found out really quickly that we need more beds. I mean, it filled up, and I had a waiting list of 20, 25 people. And I was like, we need to do something else. So uh we, we then went and we leased a house. We, we rented a house out and we, we opened the second house of eight beds and we thought this was great. Now we have, you know, um, enough beds to cover the need and pretty soon the house was full and here we go with another list of, of people on the waiting um, list. And it, it, it just, there's so much need that, that we want to do more and we want to do more. So um, if, if, if someone comes into the lighthouse, there's there's four things we we require. So first off, we're not a we're not a detox center. We're not a a beginner's center. There's plenty of those places out there. We want to take someone from that beginning stage and then transition them back into life in a sober way that's God honoring. So our guys, we require them to go get a full time job. Scripture is very clear that man is most satisfied when he is working. He was created to work. Um, Amen. And and then have a relationship with God. So our guys work full time, uh, and then we have four different activities they have to participate in through the week. So we have a a biblical manhood group that they attend, where we teach them what it's like to be a godly man. Things things from parenting to relationships, 
sex, pornography, drugs, um, workaholism, you name it, it's in that six-month program. So that's one of the things. We also have a life skills group. We talk about anything and everything like, you know, anger management God's way and how to deal with stress and and um, self-worth versus self-esteem and, and some of those types of things. Uh, that's really where we do most of our counseling is in those, those groups. Then we have a um, mentorship program that the guys are involved in. So we have local community church men who are giving back to our guys by meeting with them once a week, um, discussing scripture, checking in on them. And then um, throughout the week, they, they text or call when, when the guys need something. And then finally, we require church on Sunday. Um, to start that habit of attending church and, and being around good people. Amen. Well, the website is biblicalliferecoverycenter.com, and it is a very good website. I mean, there's some really good facts that you have on there in addition to all the ways that you help in the community uh, and in the church world, and I'm I'm just uh, impressed by what you're doing, what you're building there. We know it's God doing it through you. We give him the yeah. the glory, but we know that he He calls men like yourself to do this. So what's a little bit about your calling to come into this? I mean, you're an LCAC and a KDAC 2, which I'm I'm that as well. That's what I call it, KDAC 2. It's C-A-D-A-C yep. 2. But the, the, that's a licensed clinical addiction counselor, and then KDAC 2, I forget what it stands for, but it's the certification for that. You're recognized by the state as a licensed person, and now you can talk about Christ. But tell us a little bit about your calling and what led you into this this whole thing in the first place. Yeah, so that's a long story, but um, I'm a pastor's kid. Um, grew up uh, small church, uh, folding bulletins and mowing lawns and and giving people rides, and at, at some point, the I was very outwardly compliant, but my heart turned rebellious because those things frustrated me. Why do I have to do these things? So went off to college. Um, everyone said, Brandon, you need to be a pastor. You need to be a pastor. So I went off to Bible college to be a pastor, and it was the last thing I wanted to do. And um, my heart was rebellious. I got some freedom. I went wild. Um, you know, by God's grace, um, the police officer said, um, son, um, call your parents or you're going to be in big trouble. And I uh, went before the judge and they sent me to some counseling and um, sat there through that counseling with a good, a man who loves Jesus, but he was a bad counselor. And I thought, if this guy can be, he, he was driving a Mercedes Benz. And I said, if this guy can be this rich and be this poor at biblical counseling, I could get loaded off of this. So I went to college to be a biblical counselor Mm. to get rich. And at college, studying counseling to help other people, God got my heart. And I told him, I said, I don't want to do two things, God. I don't want to be a pastor and I don't want to work with addicts. Well, yeah, that didn't work out very well. So when I graduated, the only place that would hire me was an addiction center. Um, I started there. I loved it. I fell in love with with the work. And that's just the history. Um, God uses 
tr- troubles and trials and and hard hearts in our lives to direct us and teach us and point us in the direction he wants us to go. That's uh, you sound a little bit like Jonah, you know. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I always, yeah, really, I, I ran, I ran fast and hard, but I didn't run that hard. <laughs> well, I, I think of myself in that way too. I mean, um, what God calls us to, and what we say, you know, I don't really want to do this, Lord, and then He puts us right in it. I mean, the last thing I really wanted to be involved in was addiction counseling, and here I am, you know. Uh, I'm more than involved in it now. I mean, there's no no escape, and it's good. I mean, I'm glad God s- chose to 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 lead me this way, and and I'm glad He did you too. Um, and th- that I love hearing your story, and um, and and I hope our listeners appreciate you and what you've been through and and done because that's been on my heart. The message of you know, we try to cover up our humanity, our brokenness, mm. and and act like we're perfect and we have it all together. And I'm just kind of tired of that. I even think the younger generations coming up, they're sick of this perfect uh, persona that that businesses and churches and people and organizations all try to promote. And and yet we all we're all attracted to something that's done well with excellence. Don't don't get me wrong, but we are so broken and so flawed. And yet God still is pleased to use us, to work through us. Think about Isaiah 6, uh, Isaiah being a man of unclean lips and God uh, touching his lips and, and cleansing him and then calling him into ministry. And he says, here, here am I, take, you know, send me. And so God uh, uses people like Isaiah who he didn't, he didn't fix him completely. You know, he didn't make him a perfect man. He called an imperfect man, and so I appreciate hearing your story. And the thing that I appreciate about you is the the gentleness that you have, and you have on your on your website gentle grace. But you are a gentle guy, and I think that works well for you. How have you seen that work in your approach at the lighthouse and in counseling in general? Being a gentle man, a, a gentle person. Yeah. So. Um... I, I hear that a lot, and I, and I don't per se see myself as that, but one of my clients said it really well. He said, um, Brandon, you're kind of like a bird. You like you like circle us, and you see what our problems are, and then you just start packing. And you just start letting us know there's an issue here, there's an issue there, and all of a sudden we're changing, and, and I don't know how you do it, but it works. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about the future. You have a big announcement that just went live last week. And so for people in Fort Wayne, Indiana, they may already know. But for listeners beyond that, they may have no idea about what God is doing now in the Lighthouse. Share with us about this uh, new announcement in the future. Sure. So um, I, I want set to set the stage a little bit. So, so um, two houses, 16 beds. We've turned away 97 people since January. Wow. 97 people that are seeking help from us since January. And we have the, the know-how and the structure to do more. So our, our board has approved us to start looking for a building. Um, we have actually purchased the building downtown Fort Wayne. going to add an additional 12 beds. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be an amazing testimony for what God's done in the short six years that the lighthouse has been in existence. Wow. 
So uh, this is a chance for you to help more people. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And that's my heart. Um, if, if God said, Brandon, leave the White House and go go there and help more people, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Um, the White House is the avenue God's given me to reach people. Yeah, and I think it it's a great way to reach people. I mean, you can help them to get, like you said, get used to church, go into church, acclimated to church. You want to get the mm-hmm. the folks in the program doing that. Um, and you're a pastor's kid, so you understand the role of the church. But sometimes uh, people in addiction circles think, well, the church is a great place to go for religious help, but I really need spiritual help in a 12-step program or in something over over here, um, the church is a nice thing, but it's not essential. And you and I know differently. What are some of your thoughts about the local church's involvement in uh, addiction ministry? Yeah, so um, now you're going to get me in trouble. Um, <laughs> I find that a lot of churches don't want anything to do with people who struggle with addiction. Um, we'll walk in as a group. And you'll see people grab their kids and, and get up and move rows. And and it's just really sad. It's a sad testimony of the church. Um, but we are seeing some churches that do embrace this and that, and they know that this is, this is God's work, that God reached people on the outskirts of life. The, the, like the woman at the well, um, people who are struggling in, in life and, and we're seeing churches that do that. And, and we're excited to be involved with those churches. Um, I also think that one of the big things that's needed um, is when pastors go to seminary is that there's some courses on how to deal with people with addictions. They, they study scripture, they study all of these things, but then they go out and in the real world and they don't know how to handle these issues. Yeah, the practical handling of scripture and how to help somebody in a very uh, practical, tangible way, is often sure. neglected. Yeah. Now we're we're seeing um, we're seeing addicts know that church is important, but not being welcomed to other places. So they're starting what they call recovery churches, and yeah. I don't like this idea at all. <laughs> Every church should be a recovery church. Amen. Yeah. We shouldn't start specific churches for specific needs or sins. That's right. We're all in need of saving grace, no matter what the issue. Well, it's that idea of making addiction bigger than life, a a bigger issue than what it truly is. It's just a hard issue that God can fix, and and you're doing it. And well, the 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 reason I do these podcasts and the reason I wanted to have you on today was to promote what you're doing so that people know. More about the lighthouse, not for the lighthouse's sake and not for Brandon Bauer's sake, but for the sake of the gospel and of Jesus Christ, because I believe in mm-hmm. what you're doing. I know you're doing it to the best of your ability. Here we've got a guy in you who is licensed, certified, recognized by the state, knows what he's doing, and is wanting to do more. And so God is blessing you by giving, by increasing uh, your ministries. A capacity to to help people, and uh, you know, turning ninety seven people away since January is so sad to me. And so, I wanted to make sure I highlighted, and I say promote, not in a in a negative way. People think about that in a negative way. I'm I'm talking about it in a positive way, so that people know to go to you for help. 
and to to call you guys. And yeah, it's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Maybe the person calling you is from Alabama or Texas or somewhere like that. But last I checked, airplanes fly into Fort Wayne mm-hmm. or, or nearby. And so you take people from all over the country, I know. But I really appreciate what you're doing and uh, want to promote it because it it promotes, it glorifies Christ. So thank you for what you're doing, brother. No problem. And, and, and I told you earlier, but our last two referrals came off the Addiction Connection website. So we do take people from all over the country. And we're not looking for the next person on the list either. We're looking for the next person that, that wants change. If someone wants change desperately, um, we're the place for them. There's a lot of places around, even here in Fort Wayne, that'll give you a bed to get out of jail. That's not what we are. We're about helping people change. Amen. Well, well, let's end on that. And I want to tell our listeners, biblicallliferecoverycenter.com is a website. The Lighthouse is the name of the ministry. It's a biblical life recovery center. Brandon Bauer is the founder, director, uh, head honcho. I don't know what all his titles Mm -hmm. are, but uh, Brandon is a humble man. He's a gentle man who believes in the sufficiency of Christ and the scriptures to help people uh, who struggle with addiction. And he is a local church guy and wants to see more churches equipped and trained to come alongside people who are really hurting. And so I pray that our listeners would pray for you and support you in that way and support you with finances, with funding. I mean, you know, running a program like this is not cheap. It's not easy. You guys need financial support. You have the thrift store and things that are are, are going for you to help you, but you could always use supporters. And this is a biblical yeah. program that, that people can support. So um, if you want to say a little bit about that, you're welcome to. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. So um, with the new building, we need to raise $300,000 to pay off the building and to, to remodel some of it. So we're in the middle of a capital campaign looking to raise those funds. And I know there are people out there that can help. They just don't know where to give. Um, we would be happy to, to help with that. Um, giving on our website is right there. Um, but even more than that, just the prayer, the support, the referrals, those are all important as well. God's yeah. work is going to be done by God's people at God's direction. Amen. Yeah, there's lots of needs, volunteer needs, building needs, uh, and you've got sponsorships, all of that on the website, the Capital Campaign. Again, it's biblicallliferecoverycenter.com, and I pray that people will get behind you and help you. $300,000, that's no problem for God's people. Amen? Mm, amen. <laughs> well, thanks, Brandon, for being on the podcast today, brother, and thanks for your friendship over the years. No problem. I will... Um... I will look for it on online and um, share a lot, share it a lot. So thank you, Mark. Great. Thank you. And thank you listeners for being with us. Join us next time for the Addiction Connection podcast. Take care and God bless.